What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. to get to we have a big big trade at the deadline uh and uh i don't think it's a good one i don't think it's a good one which is no surprise because it's the biden administration making a deal to get britney griner back home and i know i know she's an all-star i know she's one of the all-time greats but i have a feeling we're giving up too much in this deal uh we'll give you the details on the prisoner swap to get britney griner home after she got busted with a little cannabis oil i'll just tell you the guy we're giving up to get her did a little bit more than, than sneak some cannabis oil into the country. Also, Joe Biden is bragging about how quickly he bounced back from COVID. He did much quicker than his predecessor. He didn't have to take a helicopter to the hospital. All he did was take Paloxavid, Paloxavod, Voloxavod. He can't pronounce what he took, but it worked. And he's back at work with his aviators ready to kick some ass. We'll play you that hilarious sound. I need someone to explain to me this Vogue photo shoot with the Zelenskys. I'm sorry. I think uh, support for the war is, uh, is waning, especially when you see this incredible stunt. They're posing for photos for Vogue for Annie Leibovitz in a war zone, literally with downed planes in the background. I remember that. Do you remember that when, uh, when uh, Harry Truman and his, his little, little, the little woman posed in front of, you know, downed B-52s back in 1944? Who could forget? Uh, Bubba Watson joins the live tour. The Red Sox are below 500 and now one in seven since one of their owners said their fans were racist as fuck. And a scene, the big, if you haven't heard, breaking news, a big, another big pork barrel spending bill, another big uh, waste of money in Washington. Joe Manchin agreed to spend over a tri- uh, trillion dollars on a bunch of Green New Deal garbage. And C- a CNN correspondent declares this will save life on the planet as we know it. The fate of life on the planet was hinging on this pork barrel spending bill. It's going to pass so we can all relax. We're going to live. We're going to live, according to one of these clowns on CNN. We'll play you that sound and a lot more on today's Callahan Show, brought to you by Fabric. Life is already complicated. What if getting term life insurance to protect your family could be easy? Fabric has moved life insurance all online, so getting a policy that's right for your family isn't complicated at all. In fact, planning for your family's future has never been easier. Fabric was built by parents for parents to help make it easier to manage your family's finances. You don't need to schedule anything or make time for phone calls or appointments. Just apply online when it's convenient for you. In less than 10 minutes, you can apply, see your quote, and personalize your quote to fit your family's needs. You can also be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Fabric also has over 1,600 five-star reviews on trustpilot.com, and it's fully backed by Vantus Life. So you can feel confident that you're getting a high-quality policy that is perfect for your family. They also have a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can cancel at any time. 
Apply today in just 10 minutes at meatfabric.com slash Jerry. That's meatfabric.com slash G-E-R-R-Y. Meatfabric.com slash Jerry. Fabric insurance agency policies issued by Vantus Life, not available in New York and Montana. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. All right, we got so much to get to here, Ironhead. We, we got to start with this prisoner swap. It is breaking news. It looks like it's going to happen. You know what? <laughs> Brittany Griner was an idiot. She should have known. She worked, played in Russia. She should have known how strict they were. She screwed up. I still feel bad for her. I mean, it has to be scary pleading guilty to your, uh, to the charges in uh, Russia facing 10 years and putting your fate in the hands of Joe Biden and the Biden administration when you can't even make a phone call to your, to your spouse because they can't, they, they don't have the, the competence to connect you to the embassy. That had to be a frightening time when she couldn't even talk to anybody because the administration wouldn't facilitate it. But finally, it looks like she may be coming home. And as you'd expect, this is, uh, this is, uh, who would be the worst GM in uh, sports history? This, this is a, like a uh, Cleveland Browns, <laughs> I would say a Cleveland Browns level deal uh, where you give up four first, three first round picks and a bunch of other stuff for a quarterback you know is going to be suspended, you know is a freak, and he's going to be suspended. That's this kind of deal. Again, it'll be, I'm happy. I'm happy for Brittany Griner. She was uh, overpunished. She was stupid, but she was overpunished. She appears to be coming home along with former Marine who uh, was sentenced for espionage, Paul Whalen. Um, his family has to be happy that she, he's glomming onto this deal. He's like a throw in, you know, he's like, uh, uh, I don't know. That, that, that would be a throw in. I can't even think of a good trade. All I can think of is Celtics trade. This is uh, Rick Roby for Dennis Johnson. This is Joe Barry Carroll for Kevin McHale and Robert Parrish. It's that bad. But the U.S., Joe Biden is giving up notorious Russian weapons trafficker, Victor Bout, whose nickname is the Merchant of Death. So we're, we're getting a WNBA all-star who had cannabis oil. They're getting the Merchant of Death who... Uh, among his crimes, sold arms to the Taliban and to FARC, the uh, the Colombian uh, terrorist organization. They bought missiles from uh, the Merchant of Death to shoot down U.S. aircraft. So the guy's a little bit worse uh, of a character than Brittany Griner or Paul Whelan. But what what did you expect from the Biden administration? I'm, I, I, I guess I'm surprised they're actually going to get her home. And uh, somebody that was a, a State Department official was asked why Russia wants this guy back. You know, he's a bad dude, man. And the and the answer was good question. Nobody knows. Like he's, he, I, I don't know why. Maybe they, they, maybe he's really good at his job. You know, fight. Yeah. You know, uh, securing weapons to shoot down U.S. aircraft. Uh, maybe, maybe he's gonna, you know, go right to the war zone and start, you know, killing Ukrainians. But. This is the it most appears, lopsided trade ever. It'd be like trading Michael Jordan for Wally Zerbiak or something. Yeah, well, there's plenty. You know, I I, I used to have my list of lopsided trades, and uh, there's there's lots of them out there. Usually, the team that gets the the better player wins the deal. I'm not sure that's going to work with Sean Watson because he's not eligible to play or will not be eligible to play. That's going to be one of the worst trades in NFL history. But uh, most of the 
best trades were made by Red Auerbach, in, in my opinion, when you go down the list. He's legendary when you look at all the great trades he made. Hell, uh, again, I mean, look at all the, 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 the championships in the team. Like, like again, Joe Barry Carroll, you give up that for McHale, the third pick, McHale, and Robert Parrish, who turns into a Hall of Famer. Uh, just all kinds of all kinds of great trades, and uh, this is not one of them. Unless you're Russia, unless you're Putin, and you really like the Merchant of Death, you got him back. Are you going to get him back for a basketball player who had cannabis oil in her bag? <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I'm going to guess that will be the end of Brittany Griner's career in Russia. Just my guess, but uh, we shall see. That hasn't happened yet. That's breaking. I think uh, it is pending. Obviously, they don't give you regular updates. This is a report from CNN that said they had several sources inside the administration said that that Biden is backing the proposal. You know, well, I mean, he just wants to get it done and brag about it. And <laughs> Victor Bout, the Merchant of Death, he was portrayed, by the way, in uh, or inspired the character that Nicolas Cage played in the movie Lord of War. A really, really bad dude, and they're going to get him back. He was uh, he was convicted on terrorism charges in 2011 of trying to sell tens of millions of dollars worth of missiles to the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia, that's FARC, for the purpose of shooting down U.S. military helicopters. A uh, little bit more serious than uh, cannabis oil, but uh, whatever. You're going to see Biden brag. And say, oh, we got her home. I mean, all you did was give up a terrorist, but uh, <laughs> a killer, a, a guy who you know killed Americans. But Trump would have got her back uh, for nothing, <laughs> absolutely nothing. Trump, Trump would have got her back in the first day. He mm-hmm. would have done. I mean, he—that's what he did. He got what's the the rapper with the dollar signs that he got out? Uh, Kodak Black that, or no? The, the uh, oh, the one from Philly. Can, yeah, well, what's his name? He got him out. He got Lavelle, one of the Bells, Lamello or Lavello or Lamar, one of the Ball brothers got him out of China. Leangelo. Even though Leangelo, even though Leangelo didn't like him and Leangelo's father hated him, he still got him out because he's an American for two reasons. He's an American and he's a, and, and, and Trump was America first and B, Trump loved celebrities and he loved the publicity. So he would have made it priority one. He wouldn't have gone. He wouldn't have played around a golf or gone to Mar-a-Lago until that person was home. He would have got Brittany Griner home five months ago, and I, 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 I have no doubt at all. What's the uh, rapper? Uh, ASAP Rocky, Meek Mill. Yeah, ASAP. ASAP Rocky. He's the one with the dollar sign, right? Yeah. ASAP Rocky. He yeah. was he was trapped or arrested in I forget some Scandinavian country. And Trump immediately threatened him and demanded his release, and he got him home, even though I don't think ASAP Rocky was a big Trump fan. But uh, soon, Biden will actually have something to brag about, getting Brittany Griner home and Paul Whelan home. Yesterday, I'm not sure. I'm going to guess he went off the script for this. I don't think anyone said, here's an idea. Why don't you brag about how much better you handled COVID than your predecessor? First of all, it was a whole different COVID. The, the strain is much milder now. There, he, uh, Trump didn't have the, the double vax, double boosted when he got it. He flew to Walter Reed. He was working at Walter Reed. It wasn't a big deal. It wasn't like he was going to die, but it was a, it, there was a lot more unknown when Trump got it and got over it and beat it and went to work. The idea that this frail, sickly old man, uh, 
looks stronger than Trump or anybody. I mean, we, we watched the videos the last two days, the hostage videos that he was making in the Oval Office that were heavily edited. He was heavily drugged. He was ranting. He looked terrible, as he often does. So he puts his shades on, heads outside to the, I don't know, the West Lawn or the, whatever, the, and, uh, and decides when telling the world that he tested negative and he's over his COVID, he decides there's a good time to brag that he, he beat it. I mean, I have to be fair here. This is the kind of dumb thing that Trump would say. For sure. Trump, he would brag about anything, crowd size, you name it, golf game, handicap. Just he would brag about meaningless stuff that he did better than someone else. And this sounds so Trumpian, which is understandable because Trump is in this guy's head. We saw him do a press, whatever you call that, that press briefing during COVID when he, all he did was rant about Trump on January 6th. He showed no courage and it was a very bizarre unhinged rant. And you're thinking, wait, you're the president. You got all kinds of issues on your plate. <laughs> you know, you got wars and Southern border and inflation and you're, Talking about January 6th in this situation, you're sick with COVID and that's your first priority. Trump would do the same thing, but this is so stupid saying I was working up there for first of all, the guy doesn't work more than like two days a week. Secondly, what is working? You like, it took a phone call. I mean, what is working? Posing for a picture with your dog. And secondly, who's to say who recovers? I mean, it's not a test of character. Like, how quickly you recover from COVID. That's not exactly a barometer on how, what a man you are. It's like, it's like, and, and this isn't a perfect analogy, but it always bugs me when people say that he had cancer Oh, cancer picked on the wrong guy. He beat cancer. I'm like, yeah, well, everyone doesn't beat cancer. That doesn't mean the person that dies is any less a human being, any less a man than you. It's not manly. You don't say I'm macho. I kick cancer's ass. You got lucky, you got good treatment maybe, but it's not a matter of, you know, manliness. But this fool thinks it is. The guy who, you know, beat up Corn Pop, the guy who played, you know, college football, the guy who had uh, uh, wanted to take Trump out behind the gym and kick his ass. Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> Let's listen to Biden brag about how quickly he beat COVID. Here's the bottom line. When my predecessor got COVID, he had to get helicoptered to Walter Reed Medical Center. He was severely <laughs> ill. Thankfully, he recovered. When I got COVID, I worked from upstairs of the White House and the offices upstairs and uh, okay. for the, that five-day period. The difference is vaccinations, of course, but also well, three Trump, new tools. Does he forget that Trump yeah. is very into uh, the vaccine? <laughs> yeah, Trump, you know, he, he led the, the whole <clears throat> effort. <clears throat> The warp speed effort to get the vaccine. It was big, big proponent. And he got the vaccine. Uh, and tr Biden got the vaccine when Trump was still president. I guess he got all the, the boosters, <clears throat> whatever. And uh, again, it's a weaker, milder variant. There are other meds. We'll get to his meds that worked. And I assume he recommends these for everybody. But uh, that's the bottom line. Here's the bottom line. My predecessor had to go to the hospital and I didn't. How childish. And again, Trump would have done the same thing, but it just seems so small minded for the president to think that is the bottom line that I worked during COVID and I'm fine now. 
yeah, it's a whole different thing now. Everybody's fine now when they get, not everybody, still there's some obese people, there's some elderly people who suffer, get hospitalized, but most people have no problem. They're just like you, Joe. They get COVID and they kick its ass. This is a great point here. Uh, when Trump had it, he did try to be active and speak, but he got crucified in the media for That's doing right. so. He got, he got, I saw a clip from when he came back from Walter Reed, he went out on the balcony by himself, took the mask off and waved to the crowd or waved to the media. And they killed him for killed that going him. on, going on the balcony mm -hmm. maskless after he, he got over COVID. He, he beat it. And now the, the rest of that press coverage, we don't have to play anymore. Sounded like something from two years ago. It was all wear your mask. If you're indoor setting, be careful, wear your mask, keep your distance. And you're going, what the hell are you talking? We're, we're done with this stuff. We've moved on. Look at you. You're a sickly old man. You had oily cancer. You had asthma. You had brain injuries. You're, you have dementia and you beat it in five days and you work during it. He should stand there and say, look at me. This is evidence that it's not that bad, that it's the cold, uh, the flu. And everyone, almost everyone will be fine. So don't, like Trump said, don't live your life in fear. That's another thing Trump got killed for, saying don't live your life in fear of COVID. That should have been Biden's message yesterday. Don't fear this. It's not that bad. Do you think his approval rating gets so low that he will go that route just to get back some of the people That's he lost? Good. No, I think they'll go the other route. I think September, they will have the midterm variant, which, ooh, it's flaring up in the cities. They've already masking kids up in certain cities I've seen in L.A., it. They're going to go that road. They're going to go back to that playbook because it worked last time. And then Joe won't, you know, uh, he'll, he'll lay low during the uh, fall campaign. Of course, he won't go out and make appearances because most candidates, Democrats, don't want him to. Hell, the guy, Ned Ryan, running against J.D. Vance in Ohio, has flat out said, I'm, I'm the guy running for office. I don't need him. I don't want him coming to Ohio. He is a, uh, a drag on most Democrats. So he'll lay low. He'll be back in the basement or on the beach and let everyone else pretend. And then they'll need mail-in voting and drop boxes and all that too, you know, because of COVID. I, I think they go the other way. I think they go full panic porn again, march out the evil elf to tell people, yep. you know, this new variant is going to kill us all. That's what we're going to hear. I picked my son up Look. from a daycare yesterday. He came out wearing a mask and it was the, no, first, it was no. the first time I was like, what the friggin' hell are they doing right now? Why are they this still is, doing this? He's two, is he still two? He's six. Oh, your daughter's two? Yes. She messed yet? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> not yet. That that was the best news. I know we talked about last week, but it's still, I think the number is 2% of zero to five-year-olds who've been vaccinated, even though our president and, you know, the evil elf and Kamala, everyone's pushing vaccines on babies. No parents are doing it. None. Mm -hmm. Literally in New York City, it was like, I think three or 4%. In New York City, we have all kinds of crazy Climate, I mean, climate, uh, COVID, you know, crazies. They, they're not vaccinating babies or toddlers as well. They shouldn't be. Your six-year-old's masked up. That yep. is so disappointing. I was not happy. <laughs> oh, God. And how does he handle it? Is he just used to it? At this point, he's used to it. But as soon as you can tell him he can take it off, he takes it off and throws it. Like and he, it's all full of phlegm and dirt. And it's it. really, really just, and it's just for show. It's just so silly. The crazy God. thing is, is the, the compilation videos that are out there of athletes, like in their prime, just dropping of heart attacks while playing on yeah. like soccer. Oh, well, especially. No, 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 we don't, we don't talk about oh, that. Yeah, we don't talk about that. No, no, we don't talk about these. Uh, I know all over the world, you like rugby players and soccer players and uh, 
college football players just dropping. Oh, hotter as heck. He was 23 years old, healthy as a horse. Hotter as heck. But we can't talk about that because mm-hmm. Pfizer doesn't want us to. So, shh. and I don't want to get this show taken down. The, That's right. It's the only time we were taken. We were taken off YouTube, I think, twice. And it was just questions about COVID, questions about the vaccine, questions about, you know, or, or comments from Kyrie Irving or yeah. Jonathan Isaac. We play those and they would take the freaking show down and be like, what? You weren't allowed to ask. You're still not allowed to ask questions according to uh, some social media outlets. But uh, all right, we were, uh, we gave, we gave Biden full props. He beat COVID. Badass. <laughs> Badass. Kick, kick corn pops ass. Now he's kicking COVID's ass. Uh, that is a strong, strong figure. Uh, we got to get to a bunch more stuff. I want to get to. He didn't kick uh, Pax Lovid's ass, though. Uh, oh, good. I forgot about this one. This is him uh, in uh, the Rose Garden or wherever he was yesterday bragging and then telling you how he did it. How what helped him beat COVID. Go ahead. Millions of Americans have used Paxlovid. Paxlovid, excuse me. Paxlovid. <laughs> I tell you what. I, I, I think it's, I used it. <laughs> oh, Paxlovid, including me. <laughs> what, 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 what does that even mean? Tell you what, I used it. <laughs> I love when it's he gets for high flustered. Risk or, or, uh, Paxlovid, Paxlovid. I, I don't know if, if Trump, trust me, if Trump said I took Paxlovid, every story on CNN's homepage would read right now would be how it's snake oil. There's <laughs> no evidence that it works and you shouldn't take it. People have died from Paxlovid. Trump just mentioned, you know, hydro, hydrocloxychloroquine or ivermectin and immediately he was like, he's taking horse paste. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Joe Rogan beat COVID and it was like CNN's full-time job was to prove that ivermectin Mectin doesn't work, but Paxlovid, Paxlovid, Paxlovoid works. It must work because that sickly old man just uh, survived. He survived. So, all right, let's get to, uh, uh, you want to do my pillow? And then we're going to get to yeah. the uh, CNN. Big, big, big news. More breaking news, by the way. Another pork ballers uh, in the middle of, uh, you know, this recession we're in now. Congress has decided to spend another 1.7 trillion, I believe, mostly wasted on Green New Deal nonsense. And uh, Joe Manchin caved. I think they have pictures of Joe Manchin maybe on his boat with uh, I don't know farm animals. I don't know. They got something on him. They put him over. They they pressured him. He caved. I can't imagine anybody in West Virginia is on board with this nonsense. But whatever. That's what Manchin usually does. He usually does support the uh, the party so now we're going to spend another trillion something again most of, uh, not all of it on green new deal nonsense there'll also be more money for the irs so they can go after enemies of biden go after small businesses or conservative organizations just like barack obama did weaponize the irs they're giving them a few billion dollars uh, but most of it is going to be squandered on you know useless green new deal nonsense and uh, it says right in the bill, it's going to reduce carbon emissions by, I forget what it is, 20% by 2030. Just ridiculous. But we got to get to uh, CNN's. So we'll, we'll do this. Then, then I'll get to my pillow. We'll do this. This, this, And we've certainly talked about this a lot. Uh, ridiculous. How people have just lost their minds when it comes to 
uh, climate, climate change. How many people otherwise intelligent or like reasonable people have just lost their minds and think they have to go out there and get an electric car or they have to, they have to whatever comp they have to get solar panels. If they don't, you know, the world's going to end. I don't know how we reach that point so quickly that, that insane, irrational, uh, illogical uh, leap that if we don't suddenly do all these things again, the U S is 4% of the uh, world population, 6% of the carbon emissions in the world. And they, people in America, like small town mayors and governors think they can change the climate through legislation. It's absurd. It's illogical. Most people, if they stop, think about it, know it, but it hasn't stopped, you know, the Democrats and Biden and all the crazies with Harry and Markey from telling us we're all going to die if we don't give them trillions more to, to pass around to their buddies, to squander, to piss away. Uh, it, it, it amazes me there's not more pushback or more people calling out this insanity. By the way, the, 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 the crazies are uh, threatening to uh, interrupt, protest the... Um, the uh, congressional baseball game. They have the baseball game in Washington Nationals Park uh, in uh, D.C. every year. It's a big deal. Democrats against Republicans. You'll recall a few years ago, a Bernie bro, a Bernie Sanders supporter, took out his AR-15 and shot Steve Scalise, uh, almost killed him at the practice for the game. It was like a, I don't know, a week or two before this game. But anyway, they're saying they're going to disrupt the game tonight. They're going to run on the field, glue themselves to home plate or something. These lunatics somehow think that a president can, a Congress can write up legislation, pass it, hand it to the president, he signs it, and the temperature in whatever, Des Moines, Iowa, will go down. It's so silly. It's like the, the craziest cult. I mean, you, you, you hear the stuff that Jim Jones professed or, or whatever, or, uh, uh, you know, the, the uh, Waco cult, the David Koresh and, that was crazy. This is crazier. This cult is crazier than the, than the Jim Jones or the David Koresh cults. And, and they think by gluing themselves to paintings or laying in traffic, we're going to somehow cool the earth's temperature and save humanity. The person who made this up, you know, whatever it was, hundred whatever, 20 years ago, must be, I don't know who it was, must be laughing. You're not allowed to question it or you're like uh, one of the Evaldi cops who wouldn't go in and save children, according to Al Gore. Or worse, you're a Nazi, you hate humanity, you, know, you want people to die. If you don't, if you question it, if you say, are we sure this whole thing about getting rid of plastic straws, are we sure that's really going to affect the world's temperature? Oh, you're a skeptic. You're a denier. We can't have deniers. Meanwhile, there are some real prominent deniers. The founder of Greenpeace, the founder of the Weather Channel is a prominent denier. He's not allowed. You don't see him on social media or you don't see him on TV or cable TV. Can't have that. Can't have questions. Can't have skeptics. Anyway, I got to get to uh, the CNN guy. They have an actual climate correspondent. That's his job to cover this cult, to cover this nonsense full time. And man, is he buy-in. His name is Bill Ware. Bill Ware, this was before this pork barrel bill, spending bill, this stupid, it's called the Inflation Reduction Act. It's not the, not, is that not the most Orwellian name for anything you've ever heard <laughs> in your life? We're going to piss away another trillion of your taxpayers' money on, you know, IRS and, and Green New Deal stuff and climate, climate crisis. 
uh, and and uh, we're going to call it the uh, the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. Sure, yeah, let's. I'm in. We're gonna we're gonna reduce the inflation by pissing away another trillion. But anyway, Bill Ware said this. He's going to be happy today because this was a couple of days ago. They did a whole report. And uh, you and I were just watching an Ironhead. And as they're doing the report, if you're just listening, they got him doing his, his thing. He's on uh, Jim uh, Shudo's interviewing him and he's talking about climate and we're, and in the background, there are wildfires, there are storms, there's stuff just burning <laughs> like explosions, uh, explosions. And this is what happens if you don't give Joe Biden and the Democrats another trillion. This is what's going to happen. You're going to burn. You're going to die. You're going to drown. That's why we have extreme weather. It used to be bad weather. You know, it used to be hot weather. Now it's extreme weather and the maps are all orange and red. And, and uh, you know, we're all supposed to think that's uh, new. We didn't have climate change, you know, 20, 30 years ago. We didn't have it, even though we had much worse pollution, much more worse emissions. We had leaded gas and all that, but we didn't have climate change. We had acid rain, ozone layer, global cooling. We had all kinds of issues. We solved all of them. Now we have to solve the climate crisis. This is supposed to be a serious news network, CNN. It's not, obviously, but this is how they report on the pending legislation, again, Congress passes it. Chuck Schumer fills it up full of goodies for all his pals and all these, you know, green new deal, special interests. Uh, everyone, everyone in their heart knows it'll do nothing to affect the climate, but you know, they want to spread the wealth. Mansion caves. He agrees. Biden will sign. And then the earth will be okay. Got it. That's how it works. Let's uh, listen to the report from CNN. This heavy rain has submerged cars, left people stranded. It is the most rain the city has ever seen in a day, and it's still raining there. Our chief climate correspondent, Bill Weir, joins us. How would a national emergency, a declaration of that, actually help now? Well, it, it, it would vary depending on how ambitious uh, the president wanted to be with that particular tool. <laughs> He's already used sort of provisions of the War Powers Act to ramp up production of fire hoses out west when there was a shortage for that. Um, but there are those who say if you declare a national emergency, you can take it to the extreme. Shut down drilling uh, offshore immediately. Stop investment on exports immediately. These sorts of signals that the cause of this problem is the, the kind of fuels that leak and burn that we that the world depends on in so many different ways, but the need to move away from them. And that's what we, I think you're seeing this um, sort of uprising among staffers who thought they had the best chance uh, in recent political history to lead on climate and nothing's happening. So where does that leave things, right? I mean, we have more than 35 million Americans. They're under heat alerts this morning. I don't want you to do a deep dive on on how climate change has, has created the conditions for a lot of these things that we're seeing in a number of fronts. But what can the administration do next? I mean, because they may very well lose the House or, or the Senate to, in, in a several months' time. Uh, yeah. What should folks look for? I mean, that's, that is the big question that the president says his lawyers are, are working on right now, to what extent they can stretch his executive powers without any legislative help. Uh, it's interesting that the letter from staffers, part of their plea is, please get Joe Manchin to change his mind. You know, this is, this is hung up on an old-fashioned filibuster, sort of recent made-up American rules where the fate of life on Earth is at stake and, and doesn't, doesn't seem to match. <laughs> 
again, a journalist, a reporter, he's the climate correspondent, just told you that this legislation, which is going to pass and we're going to, you know, the, the deficit will rise, inflation will go up, but we will spend all this green new, money on green new energy, uh, you know, boondoggles. The CNN climate correspondent just told you that the fate of life on Earth depends on it. So again, we go back to the George Carlin thing. Earth's been here 45 billion years or something like that. Man's been here for like 100,000. Man, until recently, we, you know, the industrial age is only whatever, 150 years. But now, now that we have this carbon emissions uh, uh, metric, they're measuring and they're saying, look, you're going to destroy the Earth. The fate of life on earth depends on Joe Biden signing this bill today and passing this legislation and soar, you know, rising the deficit, the debt, whatever. I'm just destroying, uh, raising inflation, everything else, lots of destruction, but it's going to save life on the planet. But how does that, how is that not laughed? How is that man not laughed out of the business? How is that taken seriously in this day and age? Yes. Fate of life on earth. This little country, again, 4% of the world's population, the president's going to sign a bill. They're going to take this money. They're going to give it to a bunch of, you know, uh, solar panel and wind companies and mankind will be saved. Oh, okay. Good to hear. Good to hear. God, what a clown. They should have a clown nose and clown feet and clown hair because that man is a clown. But, all right, let's get to another clown. Let's get to the the Vladimir Zelensky photo shoot. I'm just going to say right now, I'm out on this Ukraine thing. Oh, yeah. I was I was wavering for a long time, but man, I am so out now. We will uh, show you the pictures, the video, and uh, tell you about that. But first, let me tell you about my pillow. We love my pillow. Just go to mypillow.com and use code word Jerry for huge discounts. For example, the standard my pillow, which is normally sixty nine ninety eight, is only nineteen ninety eight. With code word Jerry. My pillow is made in the USA and comes with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever sleep on. Get it now and you can support this show because, like us, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob. By purchasing from my pillow, not only are you helping out us, but you're joining in the fight against the cancel culture crowd. MyPillow isn't in big box stores for obvious reasons, so you can get factory direct pricing if you order from MyPillow.com using code word Jerry. You get the Giza sheets, buy one, get one free, half-off slippers, six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, just $39.99 with code word Jerry. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Jerry. All right, have you tried Callahan coffee yet? Well, you should. It's really good stuff. Our first branded product, this is a premium dark roast blend roasted fresh to order in Waltham, Mass. The Callahan coffee blend combines beans from three continents to create a unique natural coffee flavor, rich with chocolate and sweet with caramel taste notes, creating a full body dark roast with low acidity. People keep telling us they love it. They keep ordering more. You got to try it. Callahan coffee is a great way to directly support this show. So order now at CallahanCoffee.com. That's CallahanCoffee.com. I, I I honestly thought this was some kind of joke. There's a lot of memes out there with uh, with Zelensky. There's a good one that just came out this week where Zelensky's on a stripper pole. Have you seen this one? It's a stripper with yeah. Zelensky's head. Biden's and throwing Joe, money Joe out. Biden's throwing the one dollar bills at him. Yeah. There's a lot of that, and there's a lot of video because Zelensky was a dancer, singer, comedian, actor, whatever he was, 
of him dancing and performing in the old days. And he, he is, uh, I mean, he's not what, what Ben Stiller thinks he is. Who was it who called him? George Washington. He says he's like George Washington. Was it some, some political leader said he's like the modern day George Washington. Really? I could you picture George Washington, you know, as he uh, know, crosses the Delaware saying to the fo- photographer from uh, Vogue, you know, let me, let me, let me pose in front of the, uh, my troops here for your cover. The cover story is allegedly about Ukraine's first lady, Elena Zelinska. Why does she spell her last name different than her husband? What does that mean? I don't even know. But, I have no idea. And, it, and you think, obviously, it's Vogue. Nobody's going to read it. Nobody's going to care. But they're going to write about how wonderful and brave she is. And she's pretty hot. I'll say that. But the photo shoot done by a- uh, Annie Leibovitz, famous you know, photographer to the stars, big you know, liberal you know, icon. They have photos set in the war zone, which is obviously in, in Ukraine. I think it's in Kiev. But she's posing. She, the photographer, is posing this this woman, Elena, and her husband, Vladimir, in front of, get the, get the one where they're in front of a downed, it's the biggest plane in the world, a cargo plane. Was shot. Look, at, look at this one. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I know where uh, most people are just listening along. But she's got them hugging each other. He's obviously wearing his tight green T-shirt. And they're hugging and he's like holding her like the bombs are falling all around them. But they're having a photo shoot for Vogue. Go ahead. Go to the next one. I want to see the one in front of the plane. It's so amazing. And they put out a video to go with this too, by the way, where you could see them with the lighting guy and this guy. There she is in front of a bunch of sandbags, like in a bomb shelter. (laughs) <laughs> posing dramatically. I don't even know if that's him. There's a guy with a, with a weapon behind her. Uh, keep going. Uh-uh. Yeah, May, it might not him? be. It's some guard. Oh, that's her. That's her side piece. <laughs> um, but they, they, uh, you'll get to the one where there's like a downed aircraft. <laughs> Look at these two holding hands with real dour looks on their face. I'm sorry. I thought they were in a war. I thought they were in the war to save the you know the free world against uh, tyrant you know uh, Vladimir Putin. You had take time out of your bit. There it is. Look at this. It's a downed aircraft. Like people died. <laughs> and she's holding the top of her coat, and there's a soldier there, and she's posing for Annie Leibovitz in front of a downed aircraft. Who looks at this? And I've read a couple of stories. There are people, obviously they're all like in Manhattan or in in Malibu or Martha's Vineyard who were touched by this and moved and and read, actually read the story. There's probably like six people that read the story who think this somehow was effective to send their message. And I'm going, no normal person looking at this saying, wow, this is like, we're on the brink of World War III. We better give them more money because these poor folks, they're, they're, uh, they're under real pressure here. They, take, they have time and energy to go out and pose in front of downed aircraft for Vogue. <laughs> this isn't like a news story in uh, whatever in uh, New York Post where you're trying to tell the world how, you know, about your struggle and about how you need help or you're all going to die. Look at these two hugging. God, is this repulsive. I'm sorry. We are going to find out for the rest of our lives, rest of my life, that um, uh, that this whole thing, that the, the, the 54 billion we've sent them so far, $54 billion. 
I'd rather spend that money on friggin' window on solar panels. It seems to make more sense than sending it to these people. Mm-hmm. But we're going to find out most of it was stolen. There was there was uh, one uh, one of the uh, cabinet officials or one of his people in his uh, administration wife was caught entering I forget Hungary or somewhere with like twenty eight million dollars. They're stealing meat with both hands, and they're they're selling some of the weapons we send them. The whole thing. I mean, it's Ukraine. It's one of the most corrupt countries in the world. This is you know. One of the reasons we're in it because they were funneling a million dollars a year to Hunter Biden and his father was protecting the corrupt company Hunter Biden worked for. We've gone over that, but this is so filthy, dirty. There's just nothing. Nothing is on the level. You know, that's how you feel like when you look and read and follow Ukraine and Ben Stiller's there and Sean Penn's there hugging this guy, telling him, you're my hero. You're my hero. You're George Washington. You know, you're saving the world there was one country it was no it was the five for fighting singer who made the song can one man save the world about mm-hmm. Zelensky?" and he performs and people sing and dance and cry and i'm going one man saved the world what, what the hell how's he saving the world the, the, the whole thing is madness he said one thing i respect he said it's time for joe biden to visit you know biden keeps sending money and saying we're with you to the end we'll fight forever why doesn't Joe Biden go there? And when he goes there, say, it's time to sit down and talk. We need a negotiated settlement. Once he gets Brittany Griner out, you know, opens the channels of communication. Time to sit down with some Russian emissaries, with Zelensky, and say, enough. Split up the Donbass region. Hell, give it to Russia if you have to. There are still thousands of Ukrainians dying while these two clowns pose for uh, you know, like they're like they're I don't know uh, Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost or something posing in their apartment or their condo or whatever their palace for uh, for Amy Le- uh, Abby Lebo whatever her name Le- Annie Lebowitz. Uh, <laughs> I, I I get the sense support is wavering too, don't you? This Mitch McConnell said a few months ago that this is the biggest problem in the world right now. Ukraine, the fight for Donbass is the biggest problem as, as you know, fentanyl pulls in and pours in over the border and inflation's out of control and crime is rampant in the streets of every major city. The biggest problem is, you know, the struggle for the Donbass region. God, our ruling class is just repulsive. That includes Mitch McConnell, but all right, we shall move on. I want to get to this, uh, Oh, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. We've done it. Uh, Bubba Watson to the live. This is a big weekend for the live tournament, by the way, as you know, the live tour, the Saudi Arabian backed golf tour, which we've agreed. Ironhead and I have agreed. We're watching. We're in. I'm, I'm a bad person, I guess. Cause I grew up, <laughs> I grew up. Everything I had as a child was because of, because of Raytheon and their deals with Saudi Arabia. I'm not going to stand on my soapbox and say, you can't take money from Saudi Arabia. When not only did my father work for Raytheon, my uncles, my neighbors, I mean, it was, a we all kind of were supported by the the kingdom indirectly. And again, the the guys from the PGA tour who sit there with their Nike swoosh on their hat. And I like Rory and I like Tiger sort of, Nike on the hat, Nike on the shirt, Nike on the bag and say, you know, you can't take money from bad people. Boy, what the hell do you think you're doing? You're taking money from China. Uh, most of these guys, uh, they, they know, they know where the money's coming from. They, they know what the crown prince did to Khashoggi. Well, there's a million Muslims 
in concentration camp in China. So you want to play that game, you can. But anyway, Trump's getting his revenge and Trump loves nothing more than revenge. PGA Tour absolutely screwed him. They pulled the PGA Championship out of Trump, uh, one of Trump's courses. They pulled out, uh, I think, LBG, LBGT, LPGA, whatever. <laughs> same thing, same thing. <laughs> the LGBTQ tour, you know, the one with the ladies. <laughs> they pulled that out of one of his courses too, I believe. Anyway, he gets his revenge this week at Bedminster in New Jersey. They're hosting the Live Tournament. Trump's playing today in the Pro-Am with... Uh, Dustin Johnson, and yeah, uh, Dustin Johnson and Bryson DeChambeau, and they're protesting the South, the 9-11 families aren't happy, and, and Trump's like, so too bad, too bad. We're playing golf, and uh, we're not going to question where the money's coming from. Kind of like the PGA Tour, but uh, good luck to Bubba Watson. That's a good one, because the entertaining guy, he might not be you know, a major champion anymore or a threat. But he's an entertaining guy, big personality, big fun to watch. Big drives. That's a good get. They're still working on uh, Barkley. He's he's just he's they're just working out the numbers. That's all. They're working mm-hmm. out the details on the deal. But they're going to get Barkley, which is amazing. They're going to have David Faraday and Charles Barkley, and no TV deal. I can't wait <laughs> to hear those guys. two go back and forth. It's going to be awesome. They get the guys, the broadcasters, before they got the network deal, which is a little weird, but I assume they think they're going to get one. All right. I want to, I'm going to do this uh, puberty blocker story too, but uh, let's do, let's do Shay and we'll do that. And uh, we'll give you an update on uh, Springsteen tickets. The man of the people that uh, working class hero is touring. Maybe his last tour, his first tour in six years. And uh, if you can afford to go, <laughs> you might be, you have to be as rich as Springsteen to afford to go and see him perform. But let me do Shea Concrete. You know what they can do for you, you know, this summer. You got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New precast concrete steps, whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one. Shea has great values on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood. They remove the old steps, bring in new steps within hours. You got a whole new look and your house is looks better and is worth more. This isn't just an, uh, this isn't an expense. This is an investment, an upgrade in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll have a brand new front entrance and you will love it. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. Also at SheaConcrete.com, you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The business is good. It is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. I don't want to do this uh, before I get to Springsteen's story and the latest update on your Boston Red Sox. Um, this this is just an amazing story, and it won't get much public. Uh, pub. uh, I'm, I'm looking at the uh, story in the Daily Wire. I, anybody who would put their child, boy or girl, on puberty blockers. Anyone that would have their child, you know, surgically altered, you know, for gender reasons is insane. They're terrible parents that kids should be taken away from them. I've said it before, got in trouble when I said it once upon a time, but I think it's pretty obvious now. I mean, even if you're 
if you're helping shepherding your child through this process, keep away from the drugs, keep away from the surgery. They're children, you know, <laughs> things may change. And even if they don't, they can do that. They can do surgery or pills or whatever. When they, when they're old enough to decide when you're, when you're 10, 12, you can't decide to have sex. You can't decide to drink. You shouldn't be able to decide to, to cut off your breasts. It's just madness. And I think it's come to light, obviously, with the Matt Walsh movie, the Daily Wire movie, uh, What is a Woman, and a few other things. A Abigail Schreier's book, uh, Irreversible Damage, J.K. Rowling. There's a lot of people who have raised the, the issue and the profile of the insane gender theory craze uh, we're under right now. But this was this was this broke yesterday. Now. You shouldn't have to need a reason to not put your child on puberty blockers. That should be scary enough. You should be looking out for your kid's best interest and you'd say no way. But I guess some nuts out there, some really, really bad parents are doing it. I wonder if they're still doing it today. This is from yesterday. Puberty blockers uh, received a warning from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration officials earlier this month saying the drug could cause brain swelling, loss of vision, and serious risks for children injecting the hormone. Gee, you know, they seem like such a good idea before we got this news. Officials said a plausible association between using puberty blockers and pseudotumor cerebri, which displays symptoms similar to a brain tumor, was identified in six young girls between the ages of 5 and 12. Six young girls, just stop right there, between mm -hmm. the ages of five and 12 were on puberty blockers to delay puberty so they they could further brainwash them into you know, changing genders. We have an assistant HHS secretary, the absolutely loathsome creature, Rachel Levine, who said a week ago, or maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago, said that the administration supports all the gender affirmation measures for children that would be surgery medication you name it that would be surgery on children to change their gender it's utter insanity and you know history's gonna look back on this time and say they did what i swear to god i, I have no this is no proof it's just a hunch maybe i'm crazy maybe i'm you know totally wrong but if these drugs that stop puberty cause some whatever brain swelling that's the human body fighting back you know that's the human body saying you know what you're doing to me is unnatural and this is the reaction that's how it works when you when you do things that that are unnatural and affect the normal process of growing and living and being human the body fights back and and, and the idea that any parent any parent i mean and and here's the craziest thing the media will report this and if they did they would do it uh, they'd say, ah, no big deal. Just a little brain swelling. You know, we need more kids to change their gender. That's how insane the mainstream media has gotten about this. But there is a parent out there right now in America, 330 million people. There's a parent, probably two or 10 or a hundred who are still going to go through with this, even though the FDA, that would be the federal drug administration is warning that it could cause loss of vision or brain swelling on your child. This completely insane unnecessary medication and some parent, some doctor is prescribing it and some parent is getting it, uh, acquiring a first child. That, that is so frightening. This, this craze is just gotta, it, it has to, it has to end at some point.
I uh, stop me if you've heard this one before. Red Sox lose again last night. They are now six and seventeen in July. They are one and seven since uh, one of the owners called their fans racist as fuck. And they are 49 and 50. They're below 500 in last place of the AL East. I will say, I will say this turned out to be a disastrous season. And now the GM is busy trading their uh, two best uh, players of color. So that should go over well with the fandom. But uh, speaking of going over with the, how do, how do Springsteen fans, and I am one, I've seen him a bunch of times. His concerts are spectacular. I try to try to just ignore his politics and his close, close friendship with Barack Obama. That that phony you know uh, partnership on their podcast that nobody listened to. But uh, what a great show that Springs- was! Springs- <laughs> Is it still going on? By the way, I know they. I know uh, Barack Obama just posted his summer listening lip. Is is his song list? You know, for I guess Spotify list and. Uh, He's got one Springsteen song on there, Dancing in the Dark. That's how you know he's not really a Springsteen fan. If that's the one song you put on your summer listening, what's the term? I'm looking the playlist, his playlist, which is ridiculous. I mean, all he does is pander to different people on the playlist, and nobody has the variety that he does because he doesn't. He's just pretending. But uh, you can go see Springsteen on his tour, first tour in six years. Um, in uh, if you got like five grand. They're selling tickets for $4,300. Now, normally I'm a capitalist and I say, you know, that's supply and demand. People love him. They want to pay. Lots of his fans are rich white guys, old rich white guys. You know, if they're selling tickets for $4,300 and they're getting it. I mean, John Landau said this is capitalism and it is. But since when does Springsteen support capitalism? I mean, that's that's not his style. He supported John Kerry, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, probably supports AOC. But uh, I don't I don't blame a guy for getting what he can get. But don't turn around and tell me you're a working class hero. You could do what a number of acts like Kid Rock have done and say, no, we're not selling tickets for five grand. But what are they going to get on the secondary market? Five, ten, ten grand for a good seat? I mean, I guess if that's, if you got it and you, and you love Springsteen, you'll spend it. I like Springsteen, but I would never, ever pay that price. Is Minahan doing that, by the way? Is he uh, going to go to the show and spend that kind of dough? He seems to be doing like a mild protest. He was pretty pissed about the oh. ticket prices. Um, so Ooh, good. Well, man, if Bruce loses uh, Kirky, then he's in trouble. But yeah. it might be his last tour. They're going to sell that. I don't think they'll make it official, but they will, you know, put the rumor out there that, He's 72 years old. It could be his last tour. I don't think it is. He's a young 72 and hell, the stones are on tour right now. And Mick Jagger just turned 79. Uh, and Keith Richards died like 20 years ago and they're still touring. So he'll still tour, especially if he can make this kind of money. Bruce Springsteen sold catalog of music for what? $550 million. He must yeah. have so, he must be close to a billionaire at this point and he's going to make a lot on this tour, he's gonna die with with a lot in the bank. But uh, all right, we will. Uh, we gotta wrap this up. It is official. The U.S. is now in a recession, a 0.9 uh, decline in the GDP. The second quarter in a row with the GDP decline. That is the definition of a recession. Despite what Karine Jean Pierre or Joe Biden or any of their acolytes in the media say, we are officially in a recession. Good job, Joe Biden. That's 
that that's the goal. That was the goal. Destroy the country and then rebuild it, remake it. And that's what he's doing. We're officially in recession the same day. They're going to pass another 1.7 trillion of wasteful spending. God, how's, how's there anyone left out there still supporting this lawless regime? It is amazing. But Anyway, we, that was a lot. We went, we, we got through a lot today, Ironhead. Thanks for, you know, contributing. You added a lot. It was a battle today. What did I miss? Anything? You had, you had a few things that uh, were stupid, but did, uh, did I miss anything important? Uh, you just uh, briefly touched on it. The CNN poll about Democrat voters, um, 75% dis- disavow. <laughs> yeah, here's what's going to be good. He'll be asked about that. I think uh, Peter Ducey or maybe one other person that actually asked, they'll ask and he'll snap. Mm-hmm. He, I think that gets under skin more than anything, except Trump. When you say people don't want you to run again, they don't want you. They hate you. He'll get all snippy. That'll be good. Maybe that'll happen today. You know, when he's out showing how virile he is because he kicked COVID's ass. Maybe someone will say, hey, 75% of Democrats don't want you to run again. You watch. That's my prediction today. We'll see a little grumpy Joe. But uh, which I like, I like that fake, fake, angry Joe should be good, but hopefully someone uh, brings it up. Uh, we will see, but we'll leave it there for today. You can join us tomorrow on Locals. Go to Callahan.locals.com. Join us, subscribe, sign up, come on along. We'll read a lot of comments tomorrow. Maybe we'll even take a call or two. Can we do that tomorrow? Sure can. can you make that happen? I can. All right. All right. You will, you promise. Oh yeah. Excellent. Excellent. I do want to, I do want to hear an update on your kids wearing masks. Once they mask your two-year-old, it's over. I think that's time for you to, to move to friggin' Idaho. If, if they mask your two-year-old, that is over the line, but keep us updated. Uh, we'll leave it there. Thanks to everybody for watching and listening. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan show. And we'll talk to you tomorrow morning only on locals. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Well, the tide is turning in Massachusetts after years of watching Democrats raise taxes, hinder local businesses, silence the voices of parents, and disrespect the police. The people have had enough. Go to MassGOP.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution.